How we doing, traders? Welcome and welcome to the Specs Attack, where we talk everything Specs. And if you've had a good weekend and you enjoyed the March Madness, hit the like button. Let's get this show started. Let's bring on my man doing work in the back, Chris Ketchy. Oh, the Muted. old Mutrix. What's up, Mitch? How we doing? Happy Monday to you. Hey, what's up, guys? As you guys can hear, Chris sounding a little bit clearer today. We're getting some new some new equipment for Chris, trying to step up the show. So definitely, if you enjoy this, the upgrades and, and the new moves, definitely smash the like button as we get started today. Um, so how was your weekend, Chris? Did you enjoy some March Madness? I did. Oh, man, I, I love March Madness time. I love watching the games. You know, I definitely missed the tournament, you know, not being played last year. There's been tons of upsets, tons of, you know, exciting finishes to these games, a couple of overtimes. What's not to love about March Madness? Exactly, exactly. You you, you can't get mad. We got the March Spackness. You know it, Crew Cut. Hey, <laughs> shout out to the Crew Cut right here. Hey, hit the like button. Let's get into some headlines, and then we can keep moving forward, guys. So take us back, Chris. All right, guys. Yeah, so on Monday, we have a couple deals to talk about, some news to get into before we get into our watch list and March Spackness, crowning our Sweet 16. So up first, we have TDAC. TDAC is merging with Lottery.com. This was one that was reported a long time ago. They did announce a definitive agreement, but a new investor presentation came out today um, providing some details for the first time on this integration. And then they did also announce that they purchased a Mexican lottery company, um, Agnar. Uh, no terms disclosed, but you know this one getting lots of eyes now with that new investor presentation and that merger this morning. Last week, one of the companies we highlighted was Utz Brands, ticker UTZ. Um, earnings last week, and then they also appeared on Mad Money on Friday night with Jim Cramer. You know, this is one snack foods that kind of went unloved throughout the SPAC process, and it has been a steady gainer since that merger completed um, and now getting a lot of attention. So I see 2618, but if you look at the chart, you know, just a, a steady climber after that merger went through. Jim Cramer, big fan on Friday's show. Um, so keep an eye on this one going forward. They did have strong guidance on that earnings report as well. Thicker CIIC, they announced the approval of that merger with Arrival, an electric vehicle company out of the UK. Uh, ticker will trade as ARVL later this week. Shares are up today. Remember, we did have Arrival on the program not too long ago talking about those electric vehicles and also their micro factories, which is, you know, a, a key um, part of their growth going forward. So keep an eye out on this one as the merger gets completed. We have OUST, that's Ouster, a LIDAR company uh, given a $25 price target and buy rating from Craig Hallam. If you remember on the show a couple weeks ago, our, our guest JMAC Investing, um, you know, he hit on Ouster being a favorite of his in the LIDAR space. Um, so keep an eye out, getting some attention now from analysts out there as well. We have BWMX. This is a former SPAC, a Mexican direct-to-consumer company. 
I've always kind of called it like the Tupperware um, or Storage Goods Company of Mexico. They announced a new acquisition, 60% control of Guru.com, which is a mobile virtual network operator. So, you know, this company quickly becoming a, a key consumer conglomerate in Mexico. They have a logistics business. They have that direct-to-consumer. And now they're going to use this mobile virtual network operator to connect homes in Mexico. So I'm going to dive into this one in some more detail later today. I think, you know, that this is a key growth idea. And I actually really like this former SPAC going forward. It was one of the top performers last year. Um, I see 38.25 today. Keep an eye out on this one. We have GIK merging with Lightning E-Motors. We, of course, had them on the program as well. And I do own shares of GIK. They set April 21st as their merger vote date with Lightning E-Motors. Butterfly Network, that's ticker BFLY. They announced that they will report full fiscal year earnings on March 29th, so a week from today. Then I want to highlight, we have VACQ. This is the company taking Rocket Lab public. So this is a, a rocket launch company, a SpaceX competitor. Shares are up 12% today. No surprise because the big news is that their launch window opened today. This is for their 19th Electron mission. They're going to take satellites up to space for several customers, including um, Black Sky, which is also going public via SPAC merger. That's ticker SFTW. Um, so the keys here, though, are, you know, they're, they're deploying those satellites. They're also doing demonstrations of satellites for the University of New South Wales uh, and also the U.S. Army Space and Missile Division. And then they're also operating on orbit as a risk reduction demonstration ahead of their planned launch to the moon later in 2021 and the planet Venus in 2023. So they're going to, you know, test out some things while they're up there. Um, so that merger, of course, $4.1 billion valuation. They're one of only two U.S. companies delivering regular access to orbit. They've completed those 18 launches. This 19th launch will deploy over 100 satellites total for the company now. Um, you know, so I think they're going to get a lot of attention with this new flight. And then also notable that Barron's over the weekend mentioned several space stocks, including some SPACs, VACQ, HOL, NPA, and SRAC. I do own HOL and SRAC. Um, as kind of being, you know, the next space stocks to watch. So, you know, they called them, of course, SRAC, the FedEx of space. They called NPA, the um, American Tower of space. And then they talked, you know, about those rocket launch companies, you know, being keys in the space thing. And no surprise, this comes coincidentally as the ARC space ETF is set to launch next week at the earliest. So keep an eye out on space stocks all week, guys, as I think they're going to get a lot of play here. Then we do have two deals. We had one announced late last week. That's TBA um, merging with Iron Source. That's a leading business platform for the app economy. Uh, revenue of $455 million expected in 2021. 622 million in fiscal 2022. This deal valued the company at $10.3 billion. And then our other deal announced this morning. This one's been rumored for a little while. We told you about it on the show. Of course, we have MLAC, that's Malacca Straits, announced a deal with Asia. 
Vision Network, which is Indonesia's fastest growing OTT media provider. So think Netflix for uh, Indonesia. So revenue estimate of 108 million in fiscal 2021, 149 million in fiscal 2022. Um, so they are currently the third largest broadband operator in Indonesia. Um, their customer base, you know, over 300,000 hours of content, uh, 100,000 hours as uh, video on demand ready. Um, they already talk about, you know, outpacing Netflix and Disney Plus in their current country. Um, OTT media penetration, only 2% in the country. So lots of room to grow. They have some key partnerships with some media companies already there and some exclusive rights going forward. So, you know, I, I really like this deal. I'm seeing 990 today. Um, again, that's uh, ticker M-A-L. MLAC, Malacca Straits, um, you know, the Indonesian uh, Netflix. So keep an eye out on this one. Then we turn to our calendar. We have a couple votes this week. We have RPLA replay voting on that merger with Finance of America on the 25th. And also on the 25th, we have BFT um, voting on their merger. And then next week, we get some earnings from Butterfly, as I mentioned, and also Romeo Power. So that's what I've got uh, for today, Mitch. Uh, what do you think? Uh, any notable headlines jump out to you there? Yeah, you know, um, one thing that definitely stuck out to me, and and we could talk a little bit more about it, is kind of these barren space stocks. Um, I was actually taking a look at the space stocks this morning. Uh, a lot about what you mentioned, um, you know, the Kathy Woods pop that I'm looking for. And one of the things that I've talked about, and I talked about this weeks ago before this kind of happened, is we're going to be looking for a pullback in space stocks so that it could make sense to get in and try to maybe front run Kathy a little bit instead of her front running you. So um, I think this is a, definitely an opportunity that you got to measure out. Uh, just to kind of point out and, and, and to show you a little bit is you can see it here. So HOL, HOL already up there, um, 8% on the day. I think this has a lot to do with what we've talked about. Another one that's on my radar, guys, on this list is NPA. Um, reason why I saw it off the support. Looks like it's up already 5%. So that gets me a little bit antsy that I should have maybe been getting it today. But we could take a look here at this chart. Look at look at that support right there underneath it in the 12s. I really like this chart. Um, NPA definitely stands out to me. And one of the things that stands out to me is, you know, the, the way that I see it is probably the same way that Kathy's technical people are going to be looking at this, seeing the support, seeing the value, seeing the 24 that it went up to before. And, and why not try to get it near this 12 and, and kind of measure down risk towards when it popped up from the SPAC time? Yeah, I think the key with NPA, Mitch, you know, I've talked about how they're a couple years away from revenue, right? This is the 5G from space. But for anyone out there, if you watched Kathy Wood's interview right here on Benzinga, right, with Jason Rasnick, she doesn't care about buying stocks based on their value this year. She is an, a forward-looking investment manager. So she's looking at the next five years. What is this company going to do over the next five years? If I look at NPA and that 5G growth over the next five years, I think this is a no-brainer to get added to the, the ARC Space ETF based on that. So I love the pullback here from the 20s. You know, I didn't want to chase this one. 
into the twenties there, but I think this one provides, you know, some good long-term outlook. And I think it gets added to the, the arc space ETF. All right. We'll definitely have to take a look here and we'll see if it gets on up there. So we'll, we'll take a look here. All right, guys, let's go ahead and let's get into the next step here. One thing I did want to talk about is when will the Kathy uh, ETF actually come out earliest I've heard is 20, the 23rd. Um, I, I personally think it's going to be closer towards the end of the week, um, looking towards uh, getting through this kind of environment before it comes out. But we'll see. We'll see, guys. So definitely stay tuned. Um, I know that there will be a lot of traders probably trying to get in in the pre-market when that news does come out. So be beware. Look at those pre-market levels. See how high it pops up on that pre-market rip because I'm sure there's going to be traders kind of waiting for the news, waiting, waiting, waiting. As soon as they see it, the agos are going to jump first. Then the retail traders jump right after that. All right, guys. So let's go ahead and let's get into our watch list. I want to get into our March SPACness. So let's just first take a look at what SPACs are up on the day. Anything that we see that we have some opportunity and can take a look at the charts. All right. All right, guys. So definitely smash the like button if you want to get into this watch list and, and get a little bit more in depth here. We can take a look here and see what we see moving. But definitely, uh, I just talked about HOL. Uh, B fly up there, not doing too bad. 7% move on the day. Um, will be an interesting stock to watch over. Uh, RSI, you know, has been doing great since the earnings. I like this little dip that you're getting an opportunity in right now. Um, it's going to be interesting to watch it through these levels, but I think it gets strong through 20. So pay attention towards that level. I think that's really the key and the, the line in the sand, because if you draw that alt T, you know, that trend line for our Benzinga pro users, you know, just let it get back above that, you know, and, and with some strength, with some volume. And that'll show that it's kind of heading towards that $26 level. All right, guys. So let's keep running through here. See what other, uh, stock stands out to me of course down here what another space stock all right so definitely keep those on watch guys i'll keep an eye on those another one that i've been watching uh is a is a rival man just because uh, i even saw news you know and, and we could talk about this a little bit more in depth uh chris what do you think i, I saw you know mentions of them with the usps now there's been talks about the change maybe that could happen from Oskosh could potentially a rival step in here. You know, you know, I feel like maybe they could, that might be a little bit out there. They do have that deal with the UPS right now um, where they get first dibs on those vehicles. So I, you know, I wonder if there would be a conflict there at all, but you, you know, I I'm liking this one going into the merger. We haven't seen, you know, a SPAC that's traded up like that positively going into the vote and maintaining that level for, for a little while now. If you look at just that last week chart, um, you know, and again, they announced uh, a second location, um, you know, here in the U.S. This is a U.K. company, but they're also focused on expanding in the U.S. And those micro factories, I mean, we saw that video, right, Mitch? And we, we heard from him those micro factories are, are just going to power their expansion so much here in the U.S. So th this is one, you know, where I think it's it's one of the best long-term SPACs out there. 
Yeah, and uh, with the recent uh, news of the micro factory in Charlotte, North Carolina, it gets me excited. I'm about to reach out. If you're listening, Arrival, I want to come to the factory. I'm gonna get my vaccine, and I'm coming through. I want to do. I want to do some more uh, interviews, guys. And and as businesses start opening up again, I'm gonna be reaching out to these SPACs to go go to the factory. Chris and I need to go see these vehicles. Not only are we going to go ahead and interview, but we're going to work our way to do those in the factory interviews. You guys need to see these actual products. So I'm going to be working hard on, on, on moving that aspect over. So if you like that, hey, give me a thumbs up. Let us know. Let us know in the comments. Let us know if that's what you want to see. You want to see some in-depth going even further, getting into the factories, watching the cars being made. I'm super excited about that. I know I'm going to be reaching out and, and trying to get that move on. But let's get into the fun time of the day, guys. If you guys want us to get into the March SPACness, let me see some of those likes start moving on up. And if, if, if we can get it moving, we can get right into it. Let's get up. Start it with the Rocky. All right, all right. Seeing some likes starting to roll through. Hey, if you guys want to see the spackness, let me see the ones start rolling so I know you're awake out there. Looks like we got 593 people here. Definitely smash the like button. Looks like Sambroski is ready. That's that's my man right there. Sambroski, we, we, we got to get a beer sometime, man. I can't blame you. All right, guys. So definitely, definitely looks like they're starting to wake up. I'm seeing the ones start rolling through. I'm excited. How how was the round one for you, Chris? Did you enjoy it? Any anything unexpected happened for you? I you know I did enjoy it. We had a couple upsets, but as I look through this list today, there are some really strong names out there. So again, you know, there's over 500 spacs out there searching for targets. But if you look at this list of some of these spacs that were completed in 2020, 2021, there's great companies out there. For, so for all the hate that SPACs get, it's the, uh, you know, as I said last week, it's the same as other sectors. You just have to pick out the winners and separate them from the potential losers. If you look at this bracket, there there's some, some huge names and some big winners here. So, you know, I, I'm excited to get into today's matchups to knock out that sweet 16 and see if we have any more uh, upsets going forward. All right, guys. Definitely, definitely, guys. All right. Let's take a look here at our SPAC, our March SPACness here, guys. As you see from the top, the 2021 March SPACness Basketball Championship here. And we're going to get eventually to the National SPAC Championship on April 5th. So I'm, I'm, I'm super excited to work our way there. But until then, we got the second round, guys. So one of the things that I did is I started moving up our tickets to our second round. So let's start first with the West, like we should here, and, and kind of start rolling through here. So I'm going to zoom in a little bit so that we can only see the West and we can start seeing some of these battles as we get through here. So the first battle of the day is going to be RMO versus RVPH here, guys. So definitely, guys, Romeo Power here versus – well. I'll let Chris do some of this. So go ahead, Chris. Yes, Fill so us we in got, a little bit. We got Romeo Power, a battery company. We, of course, had Lionel Selwood on the show. I do own shares of RMO. 
matching up against Reviva Pharmaceuticals, RVPH. That's a bio company currently trading under $9. If you remember, Romeo, you know, did trade super high on that deal and has did pull back and now is starting to show some more strength. So again, we're looking for which stock you think is going to perform best by the end of 2021. Hit a one for Romeo and a two for Reviva Pharmaceuticals. All right, all right. Hey, we'll, we'll start seeing these roll through. Ones and twos, guys. So let's start voting. I've seen some mention out there trying to get me to talk about some cannabis stocks. If you like cannabis, we got Cannabis Insider, guys. At 4.30 p.m. Eastern, they talk everything about cannabis. So go, go to that show. I'll, I'll probably be in the chat for you. I'll, I'll give you some insight, but you got to go to that show to check it out. All right, so I'm seeing some ones. I see lots of ones. I see like 10 ones and two twos right now if I'm just looking quickly. So I I think we have a winner there. Hey, hey, can't blame it, can't blame it. There you go. I'm seeing some go Romeos. Let's see what happens. And we got a winner, 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 winner here. All right, this one was a little bit easier. Moving on to the Sweet 16. Romeo Powers. All right, guys. So we're going to be moving on with that one into the Sweet 16. Let's keep moving on towards the next battle here, which is going to be between VINC versus CLVR. Yeah, so we've got Vince Vincere X Pharma versus Clever Leaves, CLVR. Um, Again, whoever mentioned cannabis in the comments, we have CLVR as a cannabis play that I think is pretty exciting because I think once we get some federal legalization in the U.S., they really make a push here. Otherwise, they are a key operator in Europe and Latin America. Um, They even supply to some of the larger cannabis companies in Latin America. So uh, hit one for VINC, two for CLVR. What what do you think, Mitch? Uh, what what's your vote on this one? If we, I think we've got some votes rolling in, so it's safe to uh, talk about it now. All right, all right. Well, like my man Zach said, I think cannabis <laughs> likes me. Roll it up, roll it up with clever leaves. I had a feeling. I had a feeling. And that would be my vote here, too. You know, bio, not my strong suit. Cannabis, I think, is just one of those growth areas that's not going to go away. So I I would be a two here, too. Uh, What's the what's the chat saying out there? It looks like lots of twos, but. It, we're seeing a mix. We're seeing a mix. You know, my man, Zach Thomas, adding some good information there about operating expenses. We're seeing some twos, uh, a, a little bit of laughter. Johnny telling us game swap. Nope, nope, nope. Not that one. Not that one. But looks like looks like the twos are going to win. Looks like we're getting high with clever leaves, guys. <laughs> the clever leaves wins the game today, guys. Wins the game. Moving on. Moving on here towards the porch group prch versus the golden nugget here who's gonna take this one chris yeah so we got porch.com a software uh provider for home services trading at 18s right now versus golden nugget online of course a sports betting and iGaming operator around 1670 right now this is a tough one for me personally because Golden Nugget, to me, they're in a great growth area, but they haven't been a strong performer in all the states. 
you know, I, I looked at those Michigan results from February, of course, my home state here and, and golden nugget, you know, not getting much love here in the state for either sports betting or I gaming. So this is interesting. I, you know, to me, I would almost have to lean towards a uh, porch here. Well, it's going to be an interesting battle here, guys. As you guys see, um, like Chris mentioned, you know, GNOG just hasn't gotten the most love. Um, I personally think that, you know, that this is the company that's going to take some years to really get the advantage um, that we're looking for. But, you know, in, in this one, I'm actually going to stick with them. I'll, I'll stick with them on this one. I'm going to vote two, guys. So it looks like we have some uh, votes coming through now. Let's see who's winning, who's taking this one. Looks like a close battle right here. Chris, what are you seeing? You know, I'm I'm seeing more more twos out there, it looks like. But it was pretty close. So, um, But uh, but I'm also seeing people mention uh, Fertitta with Golden Nugget online. Oh, uh, yeah. my man, Fertitta. <laughs> I think he needs another show on CNBC to pay for this one. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. It it looks pretty close, but I, I, you know, if I had to pick based on these votes, it looks like the twos have it. Hey, it looks like the twos have it, but like we mentioned, we'll see how this one ends up in the long term, guys. All right, moving on towards the next battle here, BFI versus RSI, guys. Um, this is going to be the last battle of the West here to determine our West side. So BFI versus RSI, I think this is a battle here. I think this is close, guys. The only thing I could say is that, hey, ain't no fake meat in my burger. Yeah, so Burger Fi, a you know, a fast casual burger brand. Um, we talked about them, you know, the last matchup. They did get Martha Stewart on board. They they are launching some new products. And then RSI Rush Street Interactive. We of course have had, you know, Niccolo Damasi on the show several times. He brought them public. Rush Street is a key operator in online sports betting and iGaming. New report I saw out today, they have a 15% market share nationally for iGaming. So, you know, when we talk about iGaming being more profitable than sports betting long term, to, to me, I, I got to go with uh, Niccolo here and support Rush Street Interactive. So I'm a two here. All right, guys, I'm seeing a lot of twos rolling through here, but just to support the other side, because I feel like they should be supported here, is take a look around at retail restaurants and what you're seeing with this op reopening trade. This very much could be part of that reopening trade and really start moving. I've been seeing these restaurants starting to get some bids. So believe it or not, I'm going to go against myself here and I'm going to vote one, even though I see those twos rolling through there, just because in the long term, you know, I think, I think, you know, RSI is going to have, have some volatility. It's going to be coming up and down, up and down long term. Yeah. Yeah. If, you know, 10 years, we could look out this one. I would stick with RSI, but for this year and going in towards uh, kind of this summertime, I think you're going to see massive amounts of people. People have been talking about it as the roaring 20s are coming back, baby. I know you've been he hearing about that, Chris. Have you been hearing that? I have. And, you know, Mitch, I'm going to I'm gonna piggyback on your idea here with, with Burger Fi as someone who came from the restaurant industry. So we talk reopening trade. We talk, you know, people going back to restaurants. Here, here's my thesis with Burger Fi being a good play going forward. Burger Fi is growing their restaurant base. So they saw what the pandemic did and how online sales and mobile apps expanded. So now when they build new buildings, 
they're building them with that in mind versus these other restaurant companies that are having to spend a bunch of money to redo their space inside. Mm. So I think that's a key point. And I think BurgerFi looks good with that in mind going forward as they can customize these buildings for the new economy where people get food delivered all the time and mobile app delivery. So I, I, I like that thesis there on the reopening, Mitch. So I, I like both of these, but what did what did we decide? I think RSI got it by the votes, right? Yep, looks like RSI is going to take the win, takes the win there. But I'd have to ask Young Investor how he feels about the fake meat life. Um, we mentioned that, not to really mention BFI there, but we, we talked about that. So shout out there, shout out there. Let's keep rolling through here, guys. It looks like RSI takes the win, even though it was a close battle, at least in my eyes. But looks like it wasn't that close out there. So let's keep rolling through here. Um, let's roll down into the east into the next section here as we move forward let's look at here number one seed michigan under dm versus the ride machine what's going on with this one chris yeah so we got desktop metal 3d printing additive manufacturing against ride lordstown motors uh you know lordstown motors obviously in the news last week that short report uh, the CEO interview did not do them any favors on CNBC talking about how those were not confirmed, uh, you know, orders. They were, you know, just based on, uh, you know, order quantities maybe in mind. So, you know, I, I hit one for DM, two for Ride. I'm going to have to go desktop metal here, I think, is the better play for the, the end of the year. I think Ride's going to see so a lot of volatility right now. All right, all right. So, hey, we're seeing a little bit of up and down here. Uh, since I mentioned I got the fake meat started, the, the battles of the fake meat. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But hey, let's let's keep rolling through. Or should we push down the ride truck? Oh no, that's Nicola. That's my Nicola. Bad. They, my they're, bad. My they're bad. Out. They're out. <laughs> Hey, gotta have fun with it. Gotta have fun with it. I'm seeing the ones rolling through there. Uh, I'll go ahead and I'll highlight one here. We'll keep moving on. But definitely, guys, we'll see what happens with the ride. Maybe they get with Nikola. They share their their busted up transmission with Nikola's pushing down the hill strategy, and maybe make one company that goes to the moon. Who knows? We'll see what happens, guys. Like always, we're just having some fun here. Smash the like if you're having a good time. Let's keep rolling through here in the next battle. L-A-Z-R versus D-M-S. Yeah, so we got Luminar Technologies, one of several uh, LiDAR companies, L-A-Z-R, press one. And we got DMS, that's Digital Media Solutions, press two. They're a digital marketing company. Uh, you know, same thing I said last time when we had these companies in, in the tournament, the, the LIDAR space is crowded and digital marketing, I think, is a great growth area. I, I would have to lean a two here for uh, DMS, probably the lesser known of the two companies here. What What's everyone think out there? What do you think, Mitch? I know you've been a big fan of some of that digital uh, marketing and media. Guys, 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 sometimes things are not as sexy, but if you look around, it might just be trending. So one thing I did have noticed is how ads have changed, right? And no longer are you going to start seeing ads that are just generalized to the overall public. 
And so in my eyes, I, I, I have to immediately go with DMS here because in my eyes, on the long term, you're, you're going to start seeing these digital media companies stepping in, trying to make the solution between what used to be called, you know, your advertising that you saw on TV. And now that cut the cord strategy really coming into play. And now the targeted ad system really coming into play. Different solutions going to be coming in there, whether it be just for marketing or it, it could be just to get out information. So the data, 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 data. I think this is the era we're moving in where your data matters more than probably even your 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 daily business revenue. So the data that you have can change the company. Same being said also for LAZR though. I mean, if we think about it, you know, LIDAR in the long run, this is what's going to get the, the move going, I think, in, in EV. So what do you think here, Chris? Are you going to vote one or two? I, I voted two, but I just tallied up and it looks like uh, LAZR has the vote. So we, we got outvoted, Mitch. Even if I count me and you, I, I still see the ones winning. Yeah, I would have to agree with Zai here. Your data matters more than you. I would have to say that, 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 that I agree with that. But looks like the LiDAR is, is taking it this one. This one was close. I mean, if I looked at the... the it was close. I counted eight to, eight to seven with me and you in there. All right. Well, I, I'm going to go ahead and, and 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 move on here. Lazr. Oh, look! Look at that. I, I went and I went and messed up everything. <laughs> you picked you picked some a lot of winners there. At least I can undo it, and, and then we'll keep rolling through here. All right. All right. So Lazr. All right. Let's keep moving. Let's keep moving here. H T O O versus O P E N. A real battle here. Let's see. What do you got for us, Chris? Yeah, so H-T-O-O, we got Fusion Feel Green. Uh, that's a hydrogen play here. And we got Open Door, O-P-E-N, online, home buying and selling. Y you know, this one, I Open Door, I like. But if you like Open Door, you should probably check out that uh, merger that we had last week uh, with Supernova because that offer pad, the comparables look really favorable compared to Open Door. Open Door, of course, Kathy Wood, a big fan of too. It's in the top 10 of a uh, couple ARC ETFs. So, you know, for me, I don't know HTOO as well. Um, hydrogen, you know, I think is a good long term trade, but for me, I would have to go Open Door here. Well, it's a, definitely a close battle here. You know, that's what I would say is that I'm not sure which one to lean. But what I will say is that why I'm going to lean open is because I think there is a housing boom started. You're seeing it, um, whether that be because of inflation or whether that be just because of the low interest environment. I'm going to go here with open here. So my vote would be for two here. Looks like I'm seeing I'm seeing some twos mainly here. Uh, I did see some ones roll through there eventually, but looks like mainly two wins here. Open takes. I'm seeing win. twos take it. All right, next battle up, the mover of mover in the <laughs> NFT game right now. H O F V versus the short reported stock XL. Who takes this one, Chris? Yeah, for me, this one's all about timing, right? We have HOFV, you know, huge move last week as an NFT possible play. And then XL Fleet, XL Fleet, similar to Lordstown Motors with that electrification. 
um, and also getting a short report out against it. To me, I think the you know the the favorable is going to be HOFV and the unfavorable is going to be XL. So I would have to go with the the trade here with HOFV. I don't necessarily think that they get NFTs from the NFL because they have no experience in that. But as I said last week, they do have you know a Hall of Fame game later this year and that exciting uh, class going in with Peyton Manning and Charles Woodson. So uh, HOFV would be the pick for me. Uh, this one's a battle, man. You know, one thing I'd have to say is uh, I just I'm not sure about the NFT game. You know, um, it, it kind of concerns me um, just because I I, I personally I, I just I just it's just hard for me, guys. It's really hard for me to trade that one. And sometimes when you're not in it, maybe it's the trade. Maybe it's a trade, you know, but to me, I'm going to vote XL here. I'm going to vote two here. Looks like there's a, a bunch of ones rolling through there, though. So looks like. We do have an upset here, an upset. Number two, Alabama getting taken down here by uh, UConn here, uh, HOFV here, and, and, and Bama goes down. Bama goes down. All right, guys, looks like we got our East and West selected here. Um, so let's move on here. As you guys can see, We've gotten the left side of our bracket filled in to the Sweet 16. I'll be moving down and, and moving these stocks closer. And as we get closer and closer, guys, the Sweet 16, the Final Four, we're going to be moving through here, the Elite Eight. We're going to be kind of going deeper and deeper into these specs. Maybe even as we get towards the Final Four, we'll be pulling up their investors' presentation, pulling up highlights from interviews if we've already had them on and doing what we can to get you more in-depth into these companies. Hopefully, at the end, we have a, a, a hell of a national SPAC championship uh, on April 5th, and we'll see who the winner is. But let's keep rolling through here, guys. Let's get into the South. The South is waiting for us. So if you're from the South, let us know in the chat. Let us know where you're from, guys. If you're from the South, let us know. I'm a Florida boy, so I'll go ahead and say it. Go Fins, baby. Go Fins. You already know. Not a Detroit Lions fan. I'll say it. I'm going to get yelled at later for it. But go Dolphins, baby. All right. So the South, the South seeds we got here. We got DraftKings versus Oust. Let us know, Chris. What's up with this battle? Yeah. So, you know, we got DraftKings, of course, one of the best performing SPACs last year, online sports betting and iGaming. And then we got Ouster, a LiDAR company. As I said, $25 price target by rating out from Craig Hallam. J-Mac, when he was on the show with you, Mitch, I know this is one of his favorites, starting to get some love from analysts out there. It, you know, it's below $10 right now after that deal went through. So I think there's some upside here. Uh, but to me, you know, I, I just I feel like DraftKings is going to move on and I feel like it's March Spackness after all. I know I was using DraftKings over the weekend during March Madness, so I would have to go with DraftKings here. Yeah, you know, I'm seeing it in the chat, seeing some ones rolling through here, trying to give you some love out there. So definitely, guys, if you're in the chat, this is what it's all about, guys. So engage with us. Let us know how you feel. If you don't like it, like it. One and twos. Also, let us know. Comments. This is what we enjoy. And, and, and the call of the South. The call of the South. I mean, you, guys, Missouri, 
uh, kind of the middle, kind of the middle. We could say Mississippi, you know, Georgia, you know, the, the Alabama, maybe, you know, that the South, guys, the South. All right, so I'm going to go here and vote DKNG, the DraftKings, just because of the environment. I see opening up 2021, New York, Florida, potential. What do you think, Chris? Yeah, for sure. And I saw that in a Bank of America note that I wrote on this morning. New York, Florida, Georgia. There was some other states. Connecticut, not that Connecticut is big, but Connecticut's only going to have three skins, it looks like. And DraftKings already has one secured. So some of these states, it's going to be a battle for these operators to get in. And I think DraftKings leadership and their strong brand awareness, if you're a state, you want DraftKings, you know, to be there. So I think that favors them going forward. All right, all right. So it looks like we got it moving on. Looks like we, we're getting a shout out on John Doe, giving us some good information. TBA on CNBC right now. Appreciate the shout out, John Doe. This is what it's all about. Help our help our audience out. If you see something that everybody should know, let us know because that's what it's about, guys. We're here a community and we stick together on SPACs Attack. And that's what it's all really about. All right, let's keep rolling through here on the SPACs. So it looks like DKNG takes that first win. Next up, we got a good battle here, ChargePoint and PAE. Let us know a little bit more about these ones, Chris. Yeah, so we got ChargePoint. This is a SPAC that I own. We're at 23 right now. This is one that traded all the way up to almost $50. Uh, charging infrastructure play, battling against PAE. That's a company that does government support and contracts trading at 856. So again, you know, the trading under $10, this former SPAC, PAE, not a well-known one, but the government support I think is favorable with the new um, government that we have. But to me, I got to support my stock and I'd have to hit a one for charge point. And again, Biden infrastructure plan charging stations across the country. I think it's a strong play this year and going forward. I think you're muted again, Mitch. Boom. Boom, baby. All right. So that I think that's what really what gets this boat started, you know, is, is that we need some support. We need some catalyst. We need some infrastructure bill being talked about. When you see that, I think that's when you start seeing these charging plays really start getting their, their motors going. So looks like I see the ones rolling through here. Hey, can't blame you guys. Can't blame you. Looks like one takes the win. All right, guys, let's move on to a close battle. I know uh, we, we got an investor, uh, young investor here. Uh, he, he was talking about this one. We had it on a, a, a little while ago. APPH here versus FSR. Holy cow. with Fisker? Holy oh, what's going talk, on here? Talk about a matchup. Shout out to young investor if you're still in here. App Harvest getting the love on our lunch show where young investor pitch ticker APPH. And that was after watching that interview we had with the president of App Harvest, David Lee. This is indoor farming against Fisker, an electric vehicle company. I do own shares of FSR. Fisker has had an impressive 2021 right now. And App Harvest has dipped since that um, SPAC merger. Um, went through. So to me, I like Fisker. I own shares of Fisker. But if you're talking which one's going to perform better from now till the rest of the year, 
I would almost favor App Harvest based on the chart and based on the the you know the trends here. So hit one for App Harvest, two for Fisker. What do you guys think? And uh, this is this is uh, you know a close battle in my opinion. Yeah, close battle indeed. You know, one of the things that I'd mention is who will win the race. Who's going to win the race here? Um, to me, I think you need to start figuring out that the Fisker story I, I i love it i love it guys but i just think it's going to take a little bit while to really get these vehicles rolling um rolling out of production and into kind of the consumer's hands where we could really start pushing fisker i'm going to go with APPH here just because i think they're faster in their strategy already getting those tomatoes to the store so let's see what we see in the chat here looks like there's some ones some twos rolling through here What's going on? It's a close battle here. I might have to even count here. So I'm seeing some ones roll through at first, but I saw not... lots of late twos. I yeah, had it. late twos. Late I twos. Had it. You're I had leaning it them. You're leaning them, Chris. I had it counted, and I was all ready to say ones won it, and now I, I think the twos have it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What's going on, guys? It's it's a close battle. It's a close one. Who's going to win? Who's going to take the move here? I think two's got it. I do like that comment from Super Spack Man out there. APPH this year, FSR next year, perhaps. I think that's a, a good way to look at it. No money in tomatoes. <laughs> There's money in tomatoes. <laughs> Maybe they need to grow some grass. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, I'm going to say that the winner in this one actually surprises me, guys. Fisker with the buzzer beater. Guys, that's an overtime buzzer beater. We went three overtimes on this one, and Fisker takes the win. All right, moving on here. SFT versus MP. I've been waiting for this one. Chris, tell us a little bit about it. And then yes. I got a little joke that I want to Yeah, so with. we got SFT Shift Technologies Press 1 Online Car Sales against MP Materials Press 2 MP Materials Rare Earth Mining. We had CEO James Latinsky on the show months ago when this stock was trading at like $13. It is $46 today. Hopefully you all have watched the show for months and months and you were able to watch that interview. I, you know, I don't know what the chat's going to say. Uh, okay. I do. I see lots of twos. I would also have to go with the two MP materials, rare earth mining, big story in 2021. All right, guys. So um, let me take a look here. And what I got to say is don't kill me for this one, guys. Cause I know that someone's going to kill me for this one, but, I'm going digging, baby. Go rush. Go rush. Even though if it's lithium play, whatever I'm digging for, you can send me out there. I'm going digging. One of my favorite shows here. I got to give them a shout out right there. <laughs> but, hey, you guys hear me. I'm sticking with my MP here. MP to the moon. Let's see what happens. What's going on in the chat? We see those twos rolling through here. So, definitely MP. No doubt. You know it. MP all the way. Everyone's super excited about this one. And the best part is, guys, when he was on the show, it was at $14. I can't say this enough. 14 
Somebody take us back to that moment and give me some of the shares because I will take some. I know. I wish we could rewind too. And I, I would have bought that one hand over fist at that time. But oh man, I, I did see a couple votes for one. So not a complete shutout. But yeah, MP takes it very handedly. No surprise in my eyes here. All right, guys. So moving on to the Midwest here, the Midwest. Now the Missouri can come out. Let's see you. Let's see you. What's going on, guys? First battle here, we got QS and Hims. Yeah, so we got Quantum Skate battery technology. We got Hims and Hers, a you know a specialized digital healthcare company. Um, even though I think Quantum Skate may be you know a couple years away. I, you know, I just, I would have to go with QuantumScape here, uh, a one versus Hims and Hers with the two. Hims and Hers has dropped, and of course, it got kicked out of the the ARC ETF, so not very favorable, um, you know, to see that move. I don't know, man. Hims, I mean, you know, I wear these headsets all day long. I, I start looking at my hair. I'm like, yo, yo, can I keep it? Can I keep it? <laughs> and i say um i'm gonna go I'm, I'm gonna surprise some people here i'm gonna go with hims for some reason i just feel i've seen somebody actually use the product and the hair came back that was that was the selling point for me the hair was growing back to a guy that i hadn't seen hair on there for a good year <laughs> So I'm going to have to stick with two here, even though I see the ones rolling through. Yeah, Everyone's I'm seeing probably... lots of ones for the one seed here. <laughs> Everyone's going to probably call me crazy there. But hey, if it can grow hair, I'll take it. But it looks like QS takes the win here. Illinois is moving on here. Uh, next up, B-Fly versus L-Pro. Yeah, so we got Butterfly Technologies. That's the portable ultrasound company. Of course, a favorite of Kathy Wood in the ARC ETF. And then we have um, LPRO, LPRO, which is Open Lending, Automated Lending, which, of course, in the fintech space sounds very promising. Press one for Butterfly, two for Open Lending. Um, I want to see some votes roll in before I say... But if you've watched the show before, you know I'm a big fan of the long-term story for Butterfly with Bill Gates investing, Bailey Gifford investing, and now Kathy Wood investing. I, I have to go with Butterfly here, and I, I'm looking forward to that earnings report next week to hear more news from them. Yeah, you know, one thing I, I, I've noticed is that we, we made fun of this before it switched over to B-Fly is the ticker name. The ticker name itself told us it was going to fly, yo. So uh, should have known, should have known, known, right? Should have known, should have known, man. Uh, what was the ticker before? What was it? What was it? Oh, this was LGVW long, long view, view, the view of the longs, guys. <laughs> the view of all longs. I don't know about you, but I should have had this one. <laughs> I'm seeing lots of ones. Don't bet against Bill. Super Spackman says that's right. Bill Gates invested in Bill Butterfly. I'm the same way. Bill Gates, Bailey Gifford, and Kathy Wood. That's a strong team to me. I, I'm going to go Butterfly. Looks like the chat, of course, saying Butterfly as well. The long view, man. The views of all the longs. I can't be mad at them. All right, guys. So it looks like B-Fly moves on here, guys. Let's keep moving on. Next battle, VVNT versus VLDR. 
Yeah, so we got Vivint Smart Home versus Velodyne, a LiDAR company. Vivint kind of snuck through. I can't remember who they beat, but it was an upset in that first round. Smart Home versus Velo, Velodyne, which, you know, just had some news last week, I believe, with the former founder resigning from the board of directors. Um, again, I think LiDAR is crowded. I, you know, this is a toss-up for me. I, I'm curious to see what the chat says. So one for Vivint, two for Velodyne. What do you guys think out there? All right, all right, guys. So starting to see a uh, couple couple mentions here. One thing I'd say, guys, is don't count VVNT out. With the move that you're starting to see and kind of these new housing uh, new projects that you're going to see, a new boom maybe, maybe we get the first-time buyer. Uh, discount and then maybe people want to start upgrading who knows we'll see what ha happens here looks like there's a battle here it looks a little bit more like ones I i'm gonna roll with one here uh vvnt takes the win here let's go to our last battle here so that we can wrap up here in the next four minutes aeva versus skills yeah, so this is another battle with a LiDAR company. We have AVA, AEVA versus Skills, which is mobile person-to-person, -person, you know, wagering. Um, they're, of course, in the bets and the um, nerd ETFs from our friends at Roundhill Investments. Skills was also the subject of a short report last, uh, I think, two weeks ago now. So this is an interesting battle because Skills has dipped a little bit. Um, so SKLZ press two and press one for Ava 4D LIDAR. You know, I of course would have to go a two here for skills, mobile gaming, um, you know, and betting put together. It's a winning combination in my eyes. I don't know. I think everyone's counting on skills being this great, 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 great stock, and I just don't see it. I, I just maybe I'm a little bit crazy. Maybe I think Zynga has too much of a lead here or Glue has too much of a lead here for, for skills to compete. A lot of people like skills. I mean, when it came out, people were all over it. But I think, you know, uh, I'm going to go here and vote one, even though I see the twos rolling through there. I think the twos will probably take it. But, hey, that's just how it goes, guys. Looks like there was one vote here for, in SPAC broker vote with me. Um, I would love to hear why SPAC broker voted a one, but we'll keep moving on here, and, and that's just how it is. Um, all right, guys. So, hey, that looks like it's going to be it for us, at least for our second round here. Skills takes the win there. Let's take a look. You know, hey. Well, looks like we got some some winners here going to be moving on into the sweet 16 and as we move closer and closer we'll keep moving closer on our march spackness guys definitely if you guys are enjoying the march madness hit the like button this is why we did it guys we just wanted to have some fun talk about some names give you some insight so that you know there's not many times we get to touch, you know, 20, 30 odd names in, in, in one show. So I, I know there's a lot of people mentioning different tickers in the chat. There is one that I'm going to go back to. My man gave us a little tips. So yeah, we, we got to go back to Find that super sticker talking about EXPC Blade Urban Air um, saying people are sleeping on this. Art Q owns 10%. Um, thinking it will also get added to ARCX, which is the upcoming uh, space ETF. Um, 
Yeah, I'm a big fan of the urban air mobility. There are several names in this space, Blade being one, Archer being another one, ACIC. We had the C or the co-founder on our show. They have that deal with uh, uh, United Airlines, I believe. And then we also have RTP uh, bringing Joby Aviation public. I do own shares of RTP. For me, Blade, they did announce a deal in Chicago. Um, so, you know, I, I think there's strong growth there and Kathy Wood picking that one over, you know, she does also own ACIC. So great question out there. I, I love that space. I think it's being underrated not right now with urban air mobility. I think people are going to want to fly in, uh, you know, helicopters and these, you know, devices going forward if they can save time and money. All right. Well, now one thing I'd say about this one and is I think what Kathy's doing here is playing the, the two boat ride. Um, and why I say the two boat, uh, the two boat ride is because I think she's just diversifying here, um, playing them both, expecting one of them to be a winner. One of them probably is going to be a little bit of a loser here. So I'd keep your eye on, 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 on all those. I mean, Hey, they could definitely start moving, but I think, you know, this isn't something that's going to happen in the next two months guys so personally not on my radar but hey to each his own if you like blade urban air then i can't blame you it could be a kathy pick that it definitely could i definitely agree with you there mitch let me put it on your radar you mentioned earlier going to tour some of these factories while you were gone that one week when we had the archer co-founder on you know what he told me he said hey when our device is ready come fly with us so if you want to hop in with me we can go test out archer hey. so i'm gonna have to shout out archer here in the space because they want us to come test the product and I, i'm a supporter of that I'd, i have to agree with that i'm gonna i'm gonna have to reach out to archer and and they're gonna have to make me a believer no way no better way than actually get on the product so so, we'll, we'll so blade so, Blade, if you're watching, come on the show. Let's talk and, you know, let's hear about how you compete in the space as well. That's going to do it for us, guys. Great show again. As Mitch said, we do ticker time sometimes. We don't even get through that many tickers as we did today with Mark Spackness. So you heard opinions from the chat. You heard opinions from me, opinions from Mitch. Again, these are just opinions. Make sure to do your own due diligence. This is not investment advice. But I love sharing that opinion, getting you guys some of the behind the scenes with these SPACs in our March SPACness tournament. So, uh, you know, another exciting show. Thank you, everyone. Make sure you smash the like and hit subscribe. Yeah, definitely, guys. We're going to keep working here to keep building, guys. So definitely hit the like, hit the subscribe. Let us know how much you appreciate the SPACs attack. Like Zach said, always some good vibes here on SPACs attack. We help each other get the information we need to be the informed trader. So now, guess what, guys? We got the one and only Hot Stocks Luke's in the back. Getting ready. I don't know if he's double fisting, but he's probably double fisting. My man, living off the monsters but bringing you the hot stocks. All right, none other than Hot Stocks Luke's. Get it started. The power hour. Ah!